Welcome to the Mining My Own Mind podcast, where we stop focusing on other people's mindsets and start minding our own. Mining Your Own Mind promotes conversations and dialogues about mental health, mindset topics, optimistic outlooks, and mindfulness so that you can relate, learn, and grow into the ultimate master of your reality. This is Michelle, and let's get it started. Hello, welcome back to another week of Mining My Own Mind. And so today we're going to be talking about choosing you over what the world is expecting of you and choosing you over what everyone says is good for you. And so you're the one experiencing your life. And the point is to stop living it on someone else's account, to start living your life on your terms. And we do this quite a lot where we go by society's terms for us. We go by our parents' rules and expectations of us. And we start to realize sometimes that the decisions that we are following through on are no longer decisions that we want to be a part of. So first, I'm going to talk about my story. So one of the big pivotal moments in my life where I decided to choose myself was when I was at my first university, I was playing volleyball on a full scholarship. And when I first received that scholarship, I was super excited. I thought, oh, this is it. This is what I worked for. I love this idea. I love this opportunity. I'm so grateful. And I was, I really wanted that. And that was also what everyone else around me was telling me that it was a great thing to have. I should be so grateful. Fine. But once I got there, I was miserable. I had good friends at that school, but overall, I really hated everything else about the situation. And I'm not going to get into that, but because I was going down this path it, that everyone else found to be really admirable, everyone else found to be like the dream thing to do, it was kind of pressuring me to stay. And I remember I had contemplated quitting quite a lot over the first year. And then by the second year, I was just so miserable. And I hated, I was in a full depression. There was nothing I was liking, but everyone outside of my situation, basically everyone who's not me, was telling me not to quit, be grateful for what you have, telling me so many people wish they had that, but I was so miserable. And so eventually I just said to myself, I'm so miserable here. I can either stay here and please everyone finish this out because I should be so grateful that I'm here or I can choose me and find a way to be happy and enjoy these next years of my life. So ultimately, I decided to go study abroad and leave the scholarship. And that really changed the entire trajectory of my life from that point on. Another big thing happened after college. So once I finished university or as I was finishing, I was recruited by a really awesome company and I was super excited for the job. And after two years at that job, I began to fall into a depression again. I was really hating every day. Even with the hopes of promotion, I still felt like I had already long passed my capacity to mentally deal with that job. I was forever contemplating, will this actually be worth sticking around for? Will this be everything that I thought it was going to be? So I basically had decided... I could stick around, wait it out, and possibly have an outcome that I was promised, that I was dreaming that would happen, or I could choose to take control of my life. And then that's when I decided it was no longer worth it for me to stay there, even if I was going to be promoted. And I quit my job and I moved abroad. 
And both of these decisions were huge for me, huge, huge. I didn't start out either of them in a position thinking I wasn't choosing myself. So both of them felt right in the beginning. It wasn't because of other people. In the beginning, it felt really right. But what I'm trying to get you to understand is that, one, you can change your mind and think that something that was once good for you is no longer good for you. For both of them, I would not go back and change either of these situations. At the time, I wanted both of them a lot. Things can change, and I also can change. And I can also observe what is best for me with the new relevant data, right? Second thing, you're in control of your life. In the end, you're the one who has to experience the results of your decisions, whether they are good or bad. If I had stayed in either position and continued that misery, that depression, continued living in that state of being so unhappy, it would have ultimately been my decision to continue in that state or experience. People get so content in their misery, but hey, it's you who keeps you there. Let me say that again. It is you who is continuing to choose to stay in that state of misery. Choosing you in the end is a decision you're not going to regret. And of course, after you make whatever decision it is during crappy times, yes, you might think back to what if, but let's go ahead and talk about how stupid what ifs of the past are. What benefit do you get out of imagining what if situations of the past? Unless you're actually using them to learn and benefit yourself in the future, there's no benefit of feeling sad or disappointed of things in your past. Learn the lesson from the what if and only use the what ifs to talk about your future. What if everything works out in the future? What if everything works out way better? But anyways, I'll talk about all those things in another episode. But let's go look back at the fact that things can change. I can change. And I should observe what's best for me with the relevant new data. This isn't about quitting as soon as something gets hard. This is about observing the situation, why you are in the situation, how you would like to feel in the situation. And is the situation still best for you? Is it still a good thing for you? Things evolve, people evolve, you grow. This doesn't mean that Things should be easy all the time. I'm not sitting here to say, hey, as soon as things get hard, you should quit or you should choose you by quitting. That is not what I'm saying. But at the same time, what is your purpose there? How are you feeling? And if you don't like it, what are the reasons that you are still there? Think about what made you start in that situation. Was it a relationship, a job, a move to a new city? What took you there? And how are you wanting to feel once you got to that situation? You should take into account, have you given it a proper chance to prosper or are you giving up too quickly? And so this is very, very subjective and different to each person as to what is a good amount of effort or time needed to be able to assess how long you should stick around in the situation. Of course, you could ask people for their opinions, but in the end, it's up to you. You need to know how much effort you've put in, how much time you've put in, what you think it's worth to stick around to figure out, is this still the best situation for me or not? So I suggest trying to make observations from the perspective of your future self. So if you sat there and thought, okay, would my future self say I gave this, this opportunity, this situation a full chance? Would my future self be happy that I'm staying? 
Or would my future self say, hey, the time to go is now. Don't waste any more of your time doing that thing or being in that situation. What would my future self suggest or say to my current self in this moment? And then use all of your self-observations from your present and future self to assess the situation so you aren't just doing things impulsively. The point here is that you're listening to you. Only you know 100% of all the details of your situation from your perspective. Only you are experiencing your life. It's not a horrible thing to listen to people you trust, but you are the one. You are the person living your life. You are the main character. From your point of view, you need to make the decisions in the end. Really think about it. What's the benefit of not choosing you? Security with lack of fulfillment, less judgment from the outside, but full judgment from yourself because you know you don't want to be there. You judge yourself really hard compared to other people. Look at the times you didn't choose yourself. Did you eventually come around to choosing yourself and think, hey, I wish I had done that sooner? Look at the times you didn't choose yourself right away. Did you eventually come around? Or did you have to have life knock you in the head with the same lesson a few times for you to make the decision sooner next time? What are the main things that stop us from choosing ourselves every time? The answer to all of that is fear. Fear of judgment, fear of being ostracized, fear of making the wrong decision and regretting it, fear of upsetting others, even if it's at our own expense, fear of failure, but not only from the perspective of others, but fear of admitting failure to ourselves, fear of admitting that maybe we didn't make the best decision the first time, or having to admit that things didn't work out the way you wanted. And by quitting those things, by leaving those things, you feel like I'm admitting to myself that I'm a failure. But are you a failure? Are you a failure if you learn the lesson? Are you a failure if you get better from it? Are you a failure if you choose yourself? Or are you a failure when you stick around in something that's not for you so long that you really miss an entire chunk of your life living someone else's story? I feel like this is really common with relationships that we've stayed in too long. I think most of us have had that one relationship where we knew it was already done, but we kept sticking around and dragging it along and dragging it along because we couldn't bring ourselves to admit that this thing that we thought was going to be great or this thing that was great at one point, you were allowed to admit, hey, it used to be great. There was a time it was great, but it's no longer for me now. So how much time am I going to continue to give this situation that is no longer for me? And we have to deal with society telling us that we should be one way. Stay at this job, do this path, do this thing, and you will be happy. But as someone who lives a less conventional lifestyle, I can say for sure that this lifestyle came from me choosing my own past very early and those decisions led me to where I am now. And this isn't to knock anyone with, that's like living a more traditional path. That's okay. But it's meant to say, hey, are you happy where you are? And if you are, that's great. And I hope that it keeps getting better for you and that you can keep choosing the things that are making you better. But if you aren't, if you aren't happy in the lifestyle you're currently living, have you taken the time to see if you're the one living your life? Or if you're letting other people tell you what you should be doing, tell you the life that you should be living. On the other hand, are you also taking responsibility for your life? You're sitting around and doing nothing. Okay, why? Are you blaming everyone else for you not having a job? Are you blaming everyone else for all your troubles? You know you. Be honest with yourself. And is that really choosing you or is that choosing to be a victim? Choosing you is taking responsibility for your life. 
It's taking responsibility for your happiness and your sadness. If you're not happy with the way that something's working out, are you taking responsibility for the fact that you are allowing it to happen? If someone keeps doing something that you don't like, are you continuing to allow it? How are you addressing it? Dealing with other people is hard because you can't control other people, but I'm going to go with like 99% of the time you can control what you are allowing. Meditate on that for a while. Hit me up if you need me to point it out to you because I will. This is a this is a bit deeper because this is getting into self-worth and what we think we deserve. That's an entire different episode. You're raising your self-assurance each time that you're taking responsibility for your current state. So going through a few different ways to get you in the mindset of choosing yourself, to get you to practice it. Starting small, going big. First one is just to meditate. It helps everything. It helps you learn to listen to yourself. It helps with awareness. I swear by it. it will, I will always list meditating because it really will change your life. Next, stop people pleasing. Just stop doing it. Most people don't like you for it. It's annoying. Be genuine. Have a backbone. Learn to say no to people. Get yourself some boundaries. There's books for days, Instagrams for days, everything for days on boundaries. If you can learn to speak up for yourself in small situations, you will gain confidence and awareness to be able to observe your desires in big situations. Stop living in fear. Fear is controlling all of our lives, not just you, everyone, right? The more you can acknowledge its existence, then you can decide how to deal with it. I always have a breeze of fear come over me each time I'm about to publish an episode for the podcast. Even if I feel really confident, there's always a small tingle of fear that it might not be received correctly, that people might judge it in a certain way, that it might not be what I want it to be once other people are hearing it. And then I just tune into my purpose as to why I'm doing this and click the button and publish. I'm not going to let that little bit of fear of judgment stop me from what I'm wanting to do and stop me from serving my purpose. And it also gives me a sense of strength each time I pass that moment successfully. Each of those small moments create more confidence for me to be able to handle the big moments. And last but not least, maybe one of the most important ones on trying to act on this topic is to accept that things may go wrong or right but that you are the main character and you are living your life for you. If you were watching a movie of your life, how would you want yourself to be? You're making choices in real time. You're going to make mistakes. You have to go up to, uphill to go downhill, but realize that the story has not been fully written yet. You are the one writing it. Stop trying to hire others to write your script or tell you how theirs is or tell you how it should be. Choosing you doesn't mean you're a quitter. Choose your mental health. Choose your physical health. When you're miserable, you are the one who lives with that. You may think you're helping other people out, but are, are you really? At what cost? By putting on a show to act like you're happy? People can see through it. Your show's not as convincing as you think. And what good is it to you to live in that show of, I'm going to act like I'm happy when I'm not? What would your future self tell you to do in this situation? I'm not telling you to quit things without thought, but I'm saying to learn to choose yourself, learn to listen to yourself, create greater awareness for yourself by making it better for yourself, by changing the situation, even if that comes to quitting the situation, then do it. Choose you. It doesn't make you a quitter. Being selfish can be a bad thing, but it can also be a really good thing. It's your movie. You literally are the main character. We're in such fear of judgment that we allow others to plow over us with their needs. 
putting themselves first, but then we feel bad if we make one decision. So in 2022, choosing you, that's the theme for next year. Choose you 2022. Thanks for listening in today. I hope that you got something out of this because once you learn to choose you, your entire life is going to change. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk with you next week.